Hi babes, my name is Tran and I'm a 20-something year old just trying to navigate life. Walking to the beat of my own drum, I'm excited to take you along my journey. Showing you that through authentic living, a whole lot of self-love, and intentional actions in the right direction, you too are capable of creating a life that you're obsessed with. So are you ready? Because I thought so. Let's go. Hello, uh, hi my love, how are you doing today? It's so good to be back. I always say that, always say that, you know, because we are inching so close to 4,000 downloads. It was literally just yesterday where we hit our new threshold of 3,000 and now it's, baby, we're coming up on 4, 4K! Hello! I'm so sorry, I'm screaming, aren't I? Oh my god, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Don't press charges, baby, okay? Sheesh. Oh my gosh, hun. It's so good to be back. How are you guys doing? Babe, it's so great to have you back on a, another episode of Girls and the Gays. This week is going to be a cluster mess of a lot of other things that have been on my mind. I think I really want to unpack following your calling. You know why? Because I kind of fell into this self-doubt pity party, you know, like any human would. Everybody has their days, everyone has their highs and lows, and I kind of ran into something this previous week of just feeling pretty in my head, you know, and I was just really stressed out and was really scared because I'm like, oh, like now I'm not following my own, like I'm not practicing what I'm preaching, and now I feel guilty, and now I feel very upset with myself, and I don't know how to pull myself out of this, and so I start to feel very hypocritical for not you know, following what I always tell you and the advice I always continue to give you and the pep talks I just try to remind you. And so I fell into the self-doubt, you know, derailing spiral. And I quickly had to sit still with myself and remind myself of my why and my calling. And I started to ask myself, what is my calling? You know, I always kind of tell you guys like, well, I always tell you, Follow, follow your calling, following your purpose, following that inner flame that's in you and, and like in your heart and your mind, body and soul that only you know. And it sounds so big, but you just know that it's there, you know, like I'm just going to just say it sounds crazy, but I just feel like a greater purpose for myself. I feel like I am meant to do something quote unquote like more than what I'm doing right now whether it be like creating content like inspiring others like making people happy and making people feel like reminding them to live presently and authentically themselves because then you're a byproduct of a better version of yourself and you know inspiring and influencing the people around you and then changing the community for good I've just quickly realized how much present and intentional living and choosing optimism has changed the course of my life and has made me follow this quote-unquote calling that I have and this flame that's at the pit of my stomach and how I've been able to lean into it and, you know, keep adding fuel to that flame. And I quickly realized that we all kind of have that calling, that why to who we are. And um, I think I often get asked, like, what is my calling? What is my why? And what am I trying to chase? <laughs> and this episode, I really want to unpack just that of following your calling, following your why, and what is it and how to find it. And um, if this resonates with you, babe, let me know. But until then, pour that glass of wine. I have my water on deck because, hun, girl, I'm getting heartburn having way too much coffee. But if coffee is your, like, 
fitting, please. Cheers to that. Here's my hydrofoss. ASMR, who said, <laughs> I think this all correlates back down to kind of why I started my podcast, why I love posting fitness content, why I post like captions that really promote intentional living. I really realized that I find most fulfillment by being intentional with the life that I'm trying to live. And I feel like as 20 something year olds, it's taken, sometimes it takes us so long to figure out that this is our one shot at life. You know, it's so crazy and mind boggles me. And often I surround myself with different entrepreneurs, different podcasters, but they're all a little bit older or they're of like the millennial generation or they're like, which correct me if I'm wrong, where I'm like the zillennial where I'm like mid Gen Z, mid millennial. And so I feel like there's a missed opportunity for a lot of people my age, like 20 something year olds and younger or even older, like millennials that are like upper, like hitting that upper threshold of like their thirties that don't yet realize that this is our one shot at life. You don't really realize just yet that like, we're all going to honestly sounds very, um, what is it called? Not mundane. Oh, morbid. <laughs> it sounds very morbid, but we're all going to reach an expiration date and none of us are getting out of this game of life. Um, alive, to be honest. And it's, to me, I just feel this deep calling and deep pitted, you know, why and calling and per- life purpose to remind myself. And while reminding myself to live intentionally, I feel like I want to remind others that this is our only shot, you know, and that we should live every single day with intention, with purpose, with drive, with charisma, courage, and actually choosing ourselves first because when you get so good at doing you so good at minding your business and keeping tunnel vision of where you're trying to go and take intentional actions every single day you look back with this entire life of fulfillment this entire life of purpose excitement and thrill and i feel like a lot of the younger generations or people of my age like in our 20s or younger or whatever like oh my gosh i keep teeter-tottering between ages, but just overall, I feel like people don't invest in intentional living and realizing that, like, holy crap, like, I can't just exist. Like, all right, you shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, why just exist when there's so much freaking life to experience? Why just exist and be this, like, pessimistic, molasses-styled life, like, just treading and just, like, okay, clocking in, clocking out of work. Okay, I, like, dot my eyes, cross my T's, and check things off my laundry list. Like, I don't want to live a life like that. And I feel like a lot of the times people don't spiritually get connected and rooted in their life and their only shot at life. And it's like their purpose is so much, can be so much greater than them, but they're not leaning into it and they're not investing into it. Just like money, right? Like when you're investing, you need to start at a young age. Like girl, right when you're 18, you should be putting money into an investment, into stocks, into shares. Like, Letting your money do its work and letting your money work so that as it accumulates and appreciates with the stock market, you are able to retire at an earlier age or you have that cushion when you're retiring, right? And I think oftentimes we neglect our mental space and our mental health and our spiritual health and forget that that is also an investment and you have to start today. If you're not putting your reps in right now, you're going to deteriorate in confidence. You're going to deteriorate in relationships that you have in your life and settle for mediocrity and run this merry-go-round of um, a molasses-styled life. And 
I speak on this because a lot of the experience I talk about on my podcast relates and correlates to my own life experience. When I was being bullied or when I was going through life um, financially unstable, my parents were, we were bankrupt and I, you know, barely had money for school lunch or whenever I just had to rewear hand-me-downs, just like a lot of life lessons like that, right? Like I learned at a very early age. It has allowed me and it served as a catalyst for to allow me to broaden my horizons and now want to preach about purposeful living. And I think that sometimes it can be misconstrued with toxic positivity and that's not at all what I try to emulate and try to remind you because what I remind you is the going will get tough. Shit will hit the fan and the lows suck, right? But those moments serve as a catalyst if you allow it to, to choose a perspective that will serve you and a narrative that will help serve as a catalyst into where you're going to go. Hardship allows you to step into a fuller version of yourself by now having a thicker skin, now knowing better from what you did like, what you don't like, now raising the bar and raising your expectations, right? You know, when I... When I got my heart broken, I learned quickly what I did and what I didn't like about that person, what I did and didn't like about what I did in that current season of my life and how I'm going to move forward for my next relationships in my life, correct? Or when I failed a test, right? I knew how to study better for the next one. I knew how to go to office hours and ask my teachers and professors for advice, for tips, tricks. I knew how to apply resources within my circle and without or beyond my circle to continue to stay on that A game, hun. Like, girl, am I going to bomb that first test and continue to bomb all the rest of the tests? Like, girl, might as well drop out of college. You know what I mean? So again, if you want to think of it like that game of life, As you take baby steps every single day of where you want to go, you're able to aid that bigger picture. And that's exactly why I feel so compelled to, again, going back to my why and my calling of promoting intentional living and optimism, that's exactly why I feel so called to do it, right? And whatever your calling is, maybe it's not this, right? Maybe it's something else. You need to lean into it and take steps every single day in order to unfold that bigger picture and blossom into who you're supposed to be. But I guarantee you, if you continue to put yourself on the back burner and cloud your vi- like vision with just clocking in and out of life like a normal nine to five, you're never going to fully see how great life can be and you're going to get at the end of your life and look back and be like, wow, I have so much regret and I would hate, hate, hate for you to get to that point of your life and look back and feel regretful. You know what I mean? Rather than feeling like, wow, I've blossomed so much. I've grown so much. I was able to have conversations that were so tough and really build a thick skin. You know what I mean? I think I really wanted to emphasize my why and my calling on this episode because I was getting lost with the noise of social media the other day. I started to compare other people, you know, outpacing their following or their follower count when I kind of like was at the same numbers that they were. I got really, really stressed out. I got really like, oh, what am I doing wrong? Why am I not there yet? How am I not growing my following? Yada, yada, yada. I then started to compare like, okay, like now I have to do this. Now I have to do that. I have to post on reels because reels are getting the most traction. But then it's like, but I don't really like doing that. I don't really want to do reels, da, 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 right? I think with this back and forthness of 
all the noise that was consuming me from social media, comparing myself and just trying to reach that arbitrary destination because thinking that once I hit that next threshold of followers, I will finally feel fulfilled. I will finally feel good enough, you know? And then I quickly realized that that's not the case. Hitting that next arbitrary destination isn't going to give me that that gratification, you know? And I think as a young person, as a 20-something-year-old, we're so used to, like, instant gratification like Amazon, like getting our delivery within the next or getting our purchase order in two days. You know what I mean? Or once we hit that threshold of like how much we're earning or our follower counts or the likes that we get on a photo or the comments we get, we will finally feel happy. And I quickly realized that I was robbing myself of happiness that I can obtain today. I was like, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing that to myself when I have so much to be grateful for in this current moment of my life? Yes, I have goals I want to achieve. Yes, I want a higher following count because that means my message is being spread even greater. But I'm losing focus in what matters most. Getting really good at what I can do today. Getting really good at the content I can produce right now. The people I engage with today. The the true intentional purpose that I, I need that I don't want to stray away from. And I think I definitely was when I was letting the noise get to me, you know? And I know I'm human. I know I'm going to be comparing myself. I know I'm going to have hard days. I know I'm still going to have days in the future where I'm going to compare myself to other people that I follow. But I I know also if I have a dream that's on my heart or a calling that I know that's greater than me, I also have all the responsibility and know and trust that I also have that same calling and purpose to figure it out. You know what I mean? And although I don't know where I'm supposed to go sometimes or what that looks like, I ground myself in trusting and knowing that it's the present moment that aids to where I'm trying to go. You know, it's the present moment and getting so good at the relationships that I have right now, whether it be my family, my friends, and my relationship with myself that will truly affect the community that I'm striving to create, the platform that I'm striving to promote and, and in regards to intentional living and showing up as your truest authentic self, rather than dwelling on the past, I can't change that. Dwelling in the future, I can't really predict that. But if you get so good at being who you are today, it affects both, you know? It affects both. Obviously, we can't change the past, but now in the present moment, knowing that the past has already happened, it can serve as a catalyst toward where we're trying to go. In regards to the future, we can get so good at being who we are today and where our feet are today that we get excited for the future rather than living in anxiety, right? Once I realized this, once I realized and caught myself that I was derailing in a lot of comparison, a lot of arbitrary destination happiness. One thing that Keisha Fitzgerald always says is, how can you get a taste of that satisfaction of the future of that destination today? Because I know, babe, we have goals on our minds and we've set expectations and set that bar so damn high. So it's it's, it's hard, you know what I mean? I get it. But I don't want to say that that feeling is completely invalid because Part of it is just goal planning. Part of it is like our goals that we have in our minds because of our past, because of our past lived experience. We're just trying to hustle and make it and really 
create a name for ourselves, create a brand for ourselves, and that's okay, you know? Goal setting is completely okay, but please distinguish that between comparison and like robbing yourself of that that fulfillment that you can have by achieving a goal, you know, by not being present. And so I want to remind you that although having goals are fantastic, goals keep you on track with where you're trying to go. Be excited for where you're trying to go by being present in the current moment and getting good at doing today first. You know what I mean? And so again, what one thing Keisha, the one thing that Keisha said that really rang a bell with me and really struck me so great was like, how can you get a piece of that goal and that excitement of the goal, but also today, right? So me, I would love to launch a side hustle, right? And I get very stressed because I'm like, oh, like there's so much I still have to do, so much I probably have to outsource, so many conversations I still need to have with vendors, so much planning and drawing and da-da-da-da-da-da, the list goes on. And that goal of starting that side hustle seems very far because I'm like, crap, like there's so much I still have to do. But getting so good at the present moment of also getting excited for that goal, getting excited for the byproduct of it or the actual tangible product of what I can create and the person that's going to get that package when I send it out and the feeling that I'm going to stimulate for them because I send that package out when they receive that package or when I finally have that tangible product in my hands, Thinking of that moment today keeps me going, keeps adding fuel to my calling, keeps adding fuel to my why. And getting a piece of that satisfaction today by taking action in the smallest way, right? Like doing a little bit of research today, doing a little bit of sketches today, calling a vendor and them being so excited for me keeps me going because it aids to that bigger picture. And I trust and know that baby steps in the right direction will aid to that bigger picture of where I'm trying to go, which helps me get excited rather than living in anxiety and analysis paralysis, right? Thinking I have all these things I need to get done, but making no freaking action or making no decision that gets me to where I actually know I need to know where I want to go. You know what I mean? Like, when you're faced with so many things that you think you have to do, you then sit there in analysis paralysis thinking like, oh crap, I'm not going to get anything done because there's just way too much I still have to do. But babe, what I always say is intentional actions every single day. And even if that action is to honestly just be and be still with yourself and take a break, then do that and get so good at that break that day. And the next day, you know that you can bounce back and plan and organize and restructure your day in order to continue to serve and serve as a catalyst toward where you're trying to go. Oftentimes, I start to disqualify myself once I'm looking at people online and then, oh my gosh, I'm stepping into imposter syndrome and then destination happiness, thinking that once I am hitting numbers, I will finally be happy. The whole nine yards, I feel like I'm derailing and just not being the best tran I can be. And if you're in this with me, I feel like you can really relate, even if just you're not a content creator, even if you're just the person who consumes content or consumes stuff on social media, it's valid. You know, social media, everyone has their carefully curated content and people with higher followings just seem happier, seem like they have more money. And that's what we see, right? But you don't see what's behind the scenes. You don't see any of that. Everyone carefully curates their own content. Everyone just portrays their, their version of their best selves and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> the whole list goes on. 
I've quickly realized that one, your own accomplishments is going to be unique to yourself. Your own trajectory is unique to your own, you know? Nobody can do you better than you. Nobody has... And it doesn't strip you from your accomplishments just because somebody else has hit their accomplishments. It's not a lack thereof yours, you know what I mean? And then if you have a calling and a dream that's on your heart, you also have the means to figure it out, figuring out how to get there, what to do, getting it done. And so what does that look like? What intentional actions do you need to take today? Because if you're sitting in analysis paralysis, that does you no good. If you're sitting and dwelling and feeling sorry for yourself and letting all these different beauty standards and the loud noise of social media knock you from where you're trying to go, you're completely doing yourself a disservice. Before you derail, sit still, get real with yourself, and pinpoint what's upsetting you, what's bothering you, where are these expectations coming from, and who are they from? You know, are they put are you putting that self self-doubt expectations on yourself? Because that's clearly a disservice and not taking you to that next level up version of where you're trying to go and who you're trying to be. Yes, it's going to happen. Yes, you can't, you're not going to completely quiet the noise of social media and expectations of the world and the standards of beauty, right? But what you can control is your very own perspective. And that's exactly what I'm trying to drill into your head. You can control your perspective. You can control what actions you're going to take to keep going. You can control the breaks that you decide to take and the intentions that you're going to deliberately establish in your day to take breaks from scrolling through social media, scrolling through your phone. And that is all a micro-representation of the life you choose to live because even people that you love so much will not get your calling. Some people that you love so much will not always get what you're trying to do, where you're trying to go. And then to put yourself on a lens of social media where people are only getting a small snippet of who you are, are you really basing your self-worth with that, on that, on social media, where it's only carefully carefully curated content, hun? Um, absolutely not. We're drawing the line right there. Get really clear with your intentions. Get really clear of your purpose, your drive, your why, and that backbone that you deserve to establish and continue to, what is it, manipulate, grow? You can't really grow your backbone, but establish for who you are. That's fine that you need to sit up straight and own your presence. That can only happen when you take deliberate action every single day, even if the action is to take a break, even if the action is to stop scrolling, right? Whatever that looks like, as long as you're putting in your 100% best while knowing your best is going to look different each day, this is the game of life, babe. This is how you follow your calling, follow your drive, follow your purpose, and now affect the community around you because you're a better product of yourself, okay? Because this is a lifelong journey, hon. We aren't trying to rush to the end of the life with a silver platter with life handed to you. Ooh, that was so easy. No, because what kind of life would you be living if it was molasses, bleak, and obscure, right? You want something that's dynamic, high highs, low lows, because you grow from the lows, you celebrate the wins. And the wins taste that much better when it wasn't handed to you on a silver platter or golden platter, whatever, you know? So sit still with yourself, take action, and trust and know if you have a calling and a dream that's on your heart, you also have the means to figure it out and how to get there. But don't rush it. What's the rush? Girl, what is the rush? 
Life is a what? What, what did Miley Cyrus say? Life is a climb. Period. <laughs> I low-key thought of that on the spot. Oh my god. Life's a climb. The view's worth it. Right, Miley? Period. If she was here, she'd clap. She'd clap for us, okay? I'm so proud of you. You can do this. You're on way. You're on par. You're right where you need to be. Trust the process. Trust in divine timing. And take intentional action. Until next time, babe, have a blessed day. My love, if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it for you, please do me a favor and get onto social media. Help me get the word out by tagging me. What was your favorite part about this episode? Please go ahead and let me know. I'm excited to hear from you. And until next time, have a blessed day. You got this.